Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Movies. I am your host, Daniel Berrios, and today we are talking about Burial. There's been a change of plan. Transport by plane is no longer an option. I thought the time was of the essence. It is far more important to get it back as quietly as possible. This is a ticking bomb liable to blow up if we are not careful. Come on! Why do we bury it every night? Someone kills us in our sleep. They still might not find it. Get up. Where are you going? To find supplies in the village. Spoils of war. It's not safe. We need to protect this. <coughs> the Führer. He shot himself in his bunker in Berlin. This is more important than any of us. Look around you. What the hell happened here? There's no one here. Forest. As you see things. There's no one watching. We need to move out. What if you die for the protectors? No one cares. The war is over. The war is not over. Burial is directed and written by Ben Parker, and it features a group of soldiers. Russian soldiers right after World War II ends. I think World War II ends like maybe a couple weeks after, or a couple weeks before this movie takes place. But they are entrusted with bringing a package back to Moscow. These orders came from Stalin himself, so super important. It's led by this Soviet intelligence officer named Brana, played by Charlotte Vega. And she, along with her whole crew, they're carrying this heaviest shit thing from where they are in Germany. I think uh, they're about to go through Poland at this point, all the way to Russia. And it's to the point where they can't go on a plane, can't go on a train, can't take a car, can't risk anybody, but the most important need-to-know people know about this mission and know that it exists or they have to do this thing on foot like it's even to the point where they every night have to take this package and bury it underground just so nobody can find this thing and the whole movie is basically them going into this village in poland and discovering that there are people called werewolf which is the name designated to german stragglers who either haven't heard the end of the war or they don't accept it and they're continuing to fight. So even though the war is over, no, they gotta deal with motherfuckers that are trying to kill them because they're Russian. And this movie, at first the trailer made it seem to me like it might be some like supernatural horror thing, but it's much more grounded. It's a bleak movie it's dealing with uh the darkness the remnants of war talking about you know it's not enough that you were fighting against hitler 
it's also the actions that you undertook during war and the way that people sometimes use uh, the state of war as an excuse to unlock their worst, most base desires and sins and vices, etc., etc. And uh, it's not a perfect film. This is not going to be an episode I think it's going to be very long because what I found with this was that it's fine. By the way, if you hear any gasping in the background, I'm taking care of my kid. So you might have this podcast just stop in the middle to stop him from like eating something that'll kill him or him like almost falling off the couch. I say that because he might be taking a header off the couch any minute. So just fair warning. But uh, with Burial, I find a lot of this was just a lot of conversation about what it's like to kind of live through something as horrific as World War II and fight in it and... uh, Especially dealing with the soldier's mentality, like, you've been on edge for so long that even though technically, politically, the war is over, that's still, like, rattling in your head. There's one scene where I think the guy who plays Tor, uh, Barry Ward, uh, highlighted this film. He's asking Brana, like, are these new nightmares or old nightmares? She just goes, new. So it's like the new things that have crept up over the years that you've been, you know, working on for so long, you know, your brain still finds new ways to, you know, thrust this trauma back in your head. And that stuff is okay. I find that like plot wise, the movie is not really, uh, it doesn't move as quickly as I guess I expected it to, or I wanted it to. It doesn't help that there's the opening of the movie and the closing of the movie kind of bookends each other. And the opening has an older version of the actress, uh, the older version of Brana, played by Harriet Walter. And she is so good. And the opening and the ending of this film is really kind of what it all hinges on. Like, I really do believe if Walter's performance wasn't so strong and wasn't so full of the weight of all of this because this movie is dealing with you know the fact that it's talking about history and about legacy and sometimes the narrative that is created about the war is more important than the actual fighting or the result of the war itself and if that performance weren't didn't feel so lived in and it didn't feel like she had really gone to hell and back for you know mother russia or for her ideals etc that she this movie wouldn't nearly work as well it'd be very it's it's kind of like a so like a so-so film you know the best parts of it would probably be like near the end they're kind of stuck in a church the russians and they're surrounded by these like soldiers and it's a siege movie for a little bit they're having to defend you know where they're staying and the action is cool, and there's a pretty decent uh, portrayal of gore. Uh, there's some gore effects in here that I really, really liked, and some practical effects. But the actual story, it felt um, a little plotting. And sometimes it felt to me that the rest of the characters in the film, with the exceptions of like Brana, well, sometimes even Brana. But really, like, Tor and the guy who plays Yosef, uh, Bill Milner, 
those characters, those people felt like characters, whereas some other side characters felt more like mouthpieces for themes and for what explaining to you what the movie's about. And it's not like expo- it's not really expository, but it's these discussions about like, oh, this is what the movie's trying to get at. That really does slow the thing down and. I don't know, it doesn't really have the tension of something like a spy movie where it constantly feels like they're surrounded by enemies or, you know, this feeling like any moment they could blow the cover. I don't know, it never really comes across like that and I don't know if it's the limitations of this being like a low budget thing or if it's just not about that and it really is just about these conversations and the discussions that are being made up and I don't know if maybe the performances need to be stronger or maybe if the movie had more time to live with these people as people, maybe see them in the war first and then transition to that out-of-war state. Maybe that uh, that arc would be better established in my mind for where these people were and now they're ending up and et cetera, et cetera. But as is, it's kind of just that uh, momentary eye of the storm before this other stuff kind of jumps in to talk a little bit more about the specific themes of the movie mainly like the history and legacy and all of that i found that stuff to be the by far the most compelling and it's the best part of both uh, vega and walter's performances where they're really discussing the idea that look when people when you live through something as morally depraved as the holocaust that you know, it is so easy to run out of your anger battery just because you're in a heightened state of stress all the time. And the last and the last thing you want to be do is be pissed off all the time. But you kind of have to be in order to be human. And so that battery that's just weighing a toll on you all this time, a lot of people felt that in war they just needed to kind of go along with the evil that was going through. So there's the burden of that weight... There's the burden of saying, like, look, some people thought that Hitler was, like, a savior of Germany. And back then, there were really people that believed, like, he was the answer. And when you're put in a situation where so many people were dehumanized and brought down to a lower level and the stratification of the Nazi regime the German citizenry, then, you know, everybody who was undesirable. When that is so strong, it's easy to kind of weirdly deify somebody. And so the need for the history books to reflect that, no, this was a depraved man who was able to enlist other depraved humans to commit this horrific sense of evil. It's not like, you know, people sometimes, God, I remember, like, back when I was a kid, this is gonna be a weird sequitur. When I was back as a kid, you would, like, play these Flash video games online, and sometimes they would have the super boss, which is Hitler, you know? And sometimes Hitler would be, like, a mecha robot or, like, a monster or something like that. And this weird, like, it, it's this weird understanding that, like, you could, uh, how do, I, how do I explain this? It's more like um, because someone is so evil, it's easy to remove the fact that they are human. And it's so easy to remove the idea that they, you know, monsters, the worst monsters in history still had their diapers changed. 
and this isn't so far removed that it can't happen to us or it cannot be us and my son is trying to grab the kitchen utensils from the cupboard so sorry if you didn't hear me for a second but uh i guess this notion that we really need to bring it back to an understanding that yeah the evils of humanity are human and they are us and that is the lesson we need to take that this is just a man this is no crazed monster this is no extraterrestrial this is not supernatural this is just a man who is able to convince other men to follow him into doing these evil acts and keeping that history alive despite how much we want to like forgive the pun bury it i think that's the strongest part that this movie's got to deal with and whenever brana's character both in youth and in elder years are dealing with that that's when the movie's at its best and the rest of it is i'll be honest i really wish i liked more of these characters not really liked i think i i wish i recognized them more as people and less than archetypes or like oh this is the part of the movie where you have to meet somebody who's like on the ground whenever the russians were doing fucked up shit so now we have this whole story about how the russians are fucked up yada 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 uh tom felton from harry potter shows up in here for a little bit it's a small role he's uh playing a polish farmer who kind of helps the russians out trying to hide the themselves in the package and he kind of falls into the archetype camp for me he's doing all right he's trying but i don't really think there's a lot for the character to do so this movie just I, I feel it so middling and I want it to be a lot stronger and I think uh, I think the cinematography looks great. I love anything having to do with candlelight. It's a super bleak, like a lot of forest, a lot of darkness. Uh, feels like a war movie and even with, you can tell it's a limited budget but that's not an excuse. There's definitely some strong imagery in here. Uh, particularly pertaining to what Brana has to deal with or like live with or what she remembers from the war and uh, I, I've, I'm, I'm always a sucker for movies that look like they were filmed in fall or like eternal gray basically um, with like candlelight there's there's a candlelight shot here that's like bordered in darkness and it reminds me of something like from the, the Gretel and Hansel movie a couple years ago just that weird uh germanic setting the forest and that i don't know there's something about that i'm just really in love with but does uh, the movie as a whole it's it's fine i would say if you're gonna watch um i was originally gonna put this with something like uh dog soldiers or like overlord but it doesn't really fit in that vein it's definitely deeper it reminds me more of something like it comes at night and where it comes at night, I felt was able to kind of like marry the metaphor and a little bit of the genre with that stuff better. This one is really just straightforward. It's 90 minutes. It has a message. It's pissed the fuck off. And that's what it is. So if you're a history buff, like I, I would say you could probably do it as a double feature with Anthropoid. If you really liked Anthropoid, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh something like a war movie that's 
less about the action and the pew pew and more about the weight of it on people. If you were looking for something like that, I think Burial will be kind of right up your alley. But that is it for me. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Movies. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, please do so at the movies underscore pod. And until next time, friends, you all take care. Yeah.